Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast. My name is Kim Spence. Kim Har and I are your hosts today. And, you know, uh, we are women who wear a lot of different hats. <laughs> I don't know any woman that doesn't. I mean, I, I know that's just how it is for women. But um, Kim and I have, we have done a lot of different things in our life and and we do I mean currently even we're both in the middle of various projects and this is one of them as a matter of fact I mean this is one of those projects where you know we didn't sit at the table and go what we're going to do is we're going to start a podcast because we're so bored we don't <laughs> we don't have anything else to do but this was our this is our fun time yeah. and you know this is our time also of I mean, we consider this ministry time to to share our hearts with you. You know, that's why we say pull up a chair at the table. And if you've seen our logo, um, I love how it it's like, you know, a couple of friends sitting at the table, sharing a cup of coffee and um, just enjoying that time together. So thank you for joining us. And, you know, Kim today's podcast um, is going to be really good because when we talk about all the things that we do, you know, um, there are people who do get into things like podcasting or different areas because they really have that dream to make it as big as possible. Um, you know, and in today's world, the word is influencer. You know, I want to be an influencer. And um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And what does that mean to be a woman of influence? Well, so here's our keeping it real question. Okay. Is when you think of an influencer or the word influencer, what comes to mind? It used to be um before it really became kind of a buzzword it used to mean somebody that had an impact in my life so that person influenced me in a certain way um that's really how i viewed it and then as the years have gone on um influencer now when i hear that term i think of somebody who has a huge following on social media on um, if they have a podcast they have millions of followers you know um when I hear that phrase now it sometimes it's like okay then it it almost can feel a little pressuring Mm -hmm. um like okay well I don't know I mean am I an influencer I mean what is that you know how do I look at that now? Yeah. So, yeah, how about you? Well, I think that with even the word influencer, mm-hmm. um, I actually had a negative connotation, kind of a negative taste for, for 
just even thinking about, okay, so if we're influencers, what does that mean? Because my mind automatically goes to like the, the TikTok, the mm-hmm. social media TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was looking it up. And do you know how old the average influencer is? No. Age 17 to 28. Wow. And so where, where there are great influencers, mm-hmm. but there's a part of, okay, a 17-year-old influencing now. It's great for influencing their ages, influencing other people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you look at TikTok, a lot of the things that are put on there mm-hmm. aren't really things that, that I would say are real um, things I want to be influenced about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had I had an, uh, maybe an experience with one of my one of my daughters um, had said something to me because I was doing something. I'm writing a book and mm-hmm. and I was doing something and and I posted something on social media. And she kind of teased me, but it felt mocking in a way. Mm. And she goes, hashtag influencer. Mm. And it felt like uh, it, it just felt negative to me. I mm. didn't want I didn't want it to be where I'm thinking I'm having all this influence that all these other people do. Mm-hmm. And it almost honestly kind of kept me from from doing what I felt like. God wanted me to do because of my pride getting in the way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the more I thought about it and the more I looked into, okay, what is an influencer? Mm -hmm. What I read made me feel like, you know what? We all are influencers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because one number that I ran across that to me floored me Mm -hmm. was that the average person influences at least 10,000 people in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that's just the average person. Amazing. That's not even yeah. somebody that's on social media. Yeah. Um, that's because you are going to influence people that are in your, you know, your world. You're going to influence right. people in, in your area of influence just like I will. And they're going to be different people. Right. Well, and I love that because when we think about so if you are if you have an effect and influence on one person how many people do they know mm-hmm. and it's like that commercial when we were kids about the Brett girl i think it was a shampoo and it would say it would it would have like a little square in the center of the tv and it would say you know and then i told my oh, friend yeah. and then it would say and, and so yep. on and so on and it would like and multiply so on. <laughs> Yeah. And that's that's how I look at it. It's it's like ripples in the water. We really do have to remember that that the things that you say or the the words that you give to someone that you think, you know, well, it's just this person sitting here in front of me. I mean, that that really can go out and you never know who mm-hmm. who will be touched and who will be affected. That's a I mean, an incredible thought that you will influence 10,000 people if you had a and that's not even trying necessarily right, right. and that's if you if you had a um, a concert at maybe center in Tulsa Oklahoma that holds around 10,000 people mm-hmm. so if you thought about that every seat in that place is filled and that if you had the opportunity yeah. to talk to them, what would you say? And so um, don't belittle who you are and and what you do um, just because what you see in front of you 
you know, well, I have to have a million people or I have yeah. to have this many people. When know. I think about the people that influenced me the most, mm-hmm. you know, I think that I, I would probably say they're the people that influenced me the most when I was younger because in different seasons, sure. different people are going to influence you. Sure. But I remember watching my pastor's wife at the mm. time and she would get up on stage and she would, you know, she'd stand next to the pastor and she would just smile at him and always look so loving and mm-hmm. she would sing a song and I would find myself trying to imitate the way her actions were and as a little girl I would she would sing a song a certain way and I would pretend I was her and <laughs> Um, you know, I've got an aunt that was an amazing influencer, yeah. yet yeah. she was really, she would say she was a nobody, mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. was an influencer in her small town where she would go into nursing homes and she mm. would, you know, talk to older people. She would bring people food in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the most important things that I learned from her is she was an influencer in prayer. Mm. And when she passed away a few years ago, mm-hmm. but I found little note cards that she had carried in her Bible and she would go to a fountain in the middle of town mm. probably every day. And, and she just called it my fountain prayer card. And mm. it would have 30 people's names on it from mm. her town, from mm. family members. And and it was, she's probably one of the women that had some of the most influence mm-hmm. on me. I think about like my grandmother, um, definitely. And of course our moms, but, but, but my grandmother, I, you know, I often say that she never stood, um, on the stage or, you know, stood in, in, in a pulpit necessarily, but she, all the things that she did provided the encouragement so that people like me and different ones in my family could do that kind of thing. I mean, the encouragement, the, the strength that I saw in her, um, to persevere in difficult times, to, um, to love through when people were not loving and to deal with things in a graceful way that when I saw those things happen, um, had a huge impact on me. Um, and how I knew then, you know, I, I repeat her still to this day saying certain things that because I, was so impacted and um and she would be one same like what you mentioned about your aunt I think you said that would have probably thought well it's just my family Mm -hmm. you know I'm not going out and preaching and and yet she would also be the same one to say but you can be anything Mm -hmm. you can do whatever God's called you to do you can you can do and be anything that he's called you to be You know, I love it when you say that in that God has called each one of us to our specific area of influence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a scripture that says, don't despise small beginnings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've got, I have two, and I think I've said this before in our podcast, but I'm going to repeat it. I've got two siblings and we are all three so different Mm -hmm. in our areas of influence. Mm -hmm. My brother owns a hunting and a fishing lodge in Canada And his influence, him and his wife, their influence is on people that are coming up on vacation, that are coming to catch fish that that I'm never going to meet. They're never going to cross my path. You know, my my sister is 
involved in, um, she's an entrepreneur, and her and her husband are, are called in another whole different area and arena with other entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. and and some political things. And though that's not areas that I'm I'm you know in my area of influence Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but my area of influence is in my clients that come into my office yeah and it's the one-on-one influence so I think it's important that we don't we don't look down on our areas of influence because it might be the kids on your block Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. may be neighborhood children it may be you know people at the supermarket it may be the same people that you cross paths with at the bank right um so right. It, it's not looking down thinking my area of influence isn't important right and i think of a woman who in her neighborhood there's a a walking path and she felt led to um put a like a box that was weather resistant but put a box and a little note on it that says how can i pray for you Mm. and she has a pencil and some note cards and so you know she said i just felt like i was supposed to do that and people have stopped and written prayer requests and you know and she is definitely one that does not want to be in the spotlight she does not want her name recognized but yet i think somebody has prayed for people that um she's prayed for people that had an influence on somebody else that may never hear about the lord that you know even though we live in an area where it's very popular you know about church and things like that there are still people who aren't ministered to Mm -hmm. and who aren't reached and for those people there there needs to be the the people that will do that women like you that are doing whatever it is you're called to do and um your smile your your kindness you know the love that you give if you're a volunteer somewhere Mm -hmm. don't ever think that because you're packing bags that are going to go into hospitals or you're doing something like that behind the scenes that is that is as valuable as the person who stands Mm -hmm. up in the pulpit and ministers what do you think keeps women from thinking that they influence other people or that Mm -hmm. they can that god can use them to be an influence on others what what do you think keeps us from that i think it it's some probably a mixture of maybe a little bit of fear um but mixed with probably self, maybe a little self-doubt in, yeah. in what, um, if, you know, if you feel like that maybe you haven't lived a perfect life or that you haven't done life, you know, what's somebody going to want to hear from me about yeah. kind of that insignificant role that you feel like kind of that lie that says i don't matter yeah or i have nothing to say or who would listen to me yeah or my past disqualifies me yes or i'm too young or i'm too old yes yes those are all lies yeah yeah well and i think that it's it's one of the ways the devil gets us to buy into those is like remember that little song um this little light of mine yeah i'm gonna let it shine yes hide it under a bush oh no <laughs> you're right <laughs> i'm gonna let it shine right there's a part of he wants us to hide our lights under a bush mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he wants us to believe that we're not qualified that mm-hmm. that you know he's going to 
shout at us, all the things that are going to keep us from not making a difference. Yeah. But I think it's really important that we look at who are the people that are in our area of influence. Mm-hmm. And that may begin with my spouse, mm-hmm. my children, mm-hmm. my grandchildren, mm-hmm. my friends, my next door neighbors, yeah. you know, just the people that live next door to me. Yeah. Years ago, um, I really felt the Lord telling me that you don't, in order to be a missionary, Mm -hmm. you don't have to cross the sea. Mm -hmm. You just have to see the cross. Mm. And I would go next door, and and as a young girl, I would witness to my next door neighbors, and my next door neighbors actually accepted the Lord. But there was a part of when we're looking for the big, Mm -hmm. we miss Mm -hmm. what's right in front of Mm. us. And so, Today, I think it's just a good reminder that we all have areas of influence. Yes. And your area is every bit as important as mine. Mm-hmm. Mine is every bit as important as yours. Yes. And we just need to, again, ask the Lord, help us to see those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And if we're willing, he's going to use us. Yes. And encourage other women that you see that are maybe taking a step out in some area. I mean, you know, we, we want to encourage, we're encouraging you, but you now turn and encourage someone else because that is, that's part of the, the idea for women. You know, I, I think we think, oh, well, somebody's already doing that. Somebody's already writing a book. Somebody's already doing a podcast, but he already has, a, you know, a meeting or that there is room for everybody. That's right. And if God's called you to do it, it's your turn. <laughs> that means we are all hashtag influencers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, as we close today's episode, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friends. Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so share it with your friends.